Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. episode, I'm joined by Claire Winter, a trainer, coach, and host of the Cracking Content podcast. Claire helps coaches, creatives, and product-based businesses to amplify their message through storytelling, content, and PR so they can get more sales and ultimately make a bigger impact. Thank you very much for joining me today, Claire. Hi, Nicole. Thank you very much for being here. Now, today we are going to talk about storytelling and PR and how important it is to use that for your for your content. But before we do that, I know that I've talked about you being a coach and that you and what you do now, but what's your background? Um, I've been a journalist for 20 years. So um, I used to work at ITN in TV and radio. And then I went on to own and edit my own magazine for eight years. And I sold that business um, five years ago. Great. Okay. And so today, like I said, we're going to talk about storytelling and how important it is to use it in PR and content. But what exactly is storytelling? Yeah, it's a good question. For me, it underpins pretty much all marketing efforts. Um, Obviously, coming from a background as a journalist, story is everything. And I think sometimes when we're entrepreneurs or small business owners, wherever you are in your business journey, perhaps you've um, the owner of a brand or a you know a a growing team. um, It's story is. telling people really who you are, what you're about and how you can help them. Um, And I think all good marketing campaigns from Apple to Airbnb use story magnificently. And we can all as even, you know, as um, a small business owner or solo entrepreneur um, or a coach or a product based business, we can use storytelling to our advantage. And why do you think it's so effective for PR for your business? Well, there's a great fact that people love to throw out um, that stories are 22 times more memorable than facts. So if you want someone to remember um, a a really good fact, weave a story around it. Um, So uh, I think that's the thing. And also, I think it's something like um, another great fact, 62% of all conversations involve stories. So if you want to have conversations Um, with your audience and your customers um, and make proper connections. It's storytelling is the way that you're going to do it. And obviously from my background, we're all about story. So it's not about selling something. It's we've always, you know, what's the hook? What's the difference? What's the thing that's going to make you and your business stand out from the crowd? And it will be a unique story that's unique to you. And I say this to everyone that I work with, whether they're a big brand or a solopreneur, you know, you are unique. What What is it that makes you different? What stories can you tell that make you stand out from everyone else? And do you have any good examples of someone that does storytelling well? 
Yeah, I was just, I mentioned Airbnb, but there's a great um, example of um, Brian Chesky um, when he launched Trips. So that was the sort of added experiences that you could also purchase via Airbnb. And he used Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey, which you'll find a lot of content marketers and storytellers talk about, which is you take someone on a journey, you're the hero, um, you come across, um, you know, the enemy, or, or you have a hurdle or something to 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 overcome and you create a transformation and then you go back to life transformed and I think you know he does this great sort of signature talk where he talks about memories you know that we create memories when we travel with our family and our friends and that's the thing that we remember so I think that's um, a great example Um, there's also someone I've worked with my client and he's called Dan Grief and he's the founder of Deliciously Guilt Free which is a low-carb brownie business which has absolutely skyrocketed during the last yeah imagine yeah yeah his business growth has been phenomenal so he's gone from you know it's a one that story is brilliant it's a kitchen table business where he was making brownies in a in a kitchen at home to um a fact you know he's had to move to a factory to keep up with demand but also keep the sort of level um of um you know orders it's just been phenomenal his growth but he's also the host of a podcast called low carb uk so he's a media brand um i did a podcast episode on that so um he and i both believe that you are we're we're all broadcasters that you know look you and i are on this Mm -hmm. podcast it's your own it's your own medium and it's brilliant you know we can all tell tell our stories on on a podcast via a blog via video so he's also the host of the uk low carb podcast which has had a hundred thousand downloads so his story is health you know like his his wife was a gp and she got gestational diabetes and they were like what the heck we live a healthy lifestyle what, what what you know i'm a gp i know about all this stuff and then they they dug a bit deeper and looked into the keto lifestyle so that is their story so his big mission is actually to stop people eating sugar so he's got a you know his big mission is to get people to understand why keto works why it's good for your health so he's got the podcast which is then sponsored by his business by his product yeah. so he is he is also so his big story is this and he tells it all the time about his his wife recovering from gestational diabetes um and the uk you know the his podcast obviously he interviews people that also share the same mission you know to 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 make people understand the keto lifestyle so he's very cleverly created woven it all in yeah yeah so together yeah so I think he's he's an excellent example and also the phenomenal growth that he's um created um is down to having that really really successful podcast um alongside his brand I think John Lewis do it really well I mean particularly their Christmas advert because everyone is waiting to see what that is and that however long that they generally have it on for 30 seconds probably under a minute it takes you on a journey of a story you know and you're a witness to that story you buy into the emotion you buy into the feeling and what what does storytelling do for a brand? Um, I think it engages your audience or your customers emotions Um, the other thing um, is 
it makes your brain react differently. So if you tell a good story or narrative, it transports people. If you think about the John Lewis advert, it immediately evokes childhood memories. They mm. use really evocative music. They make us feel sentimental. We're transported to Christmas Day when we were kids and how magical that moment was. Often that's the kind of story they like to yeah. tell. Um, and that means you're much more likely to, to view that brand or story favourably because you've been transported. So that's what we do with, with storytelling is that we take people on a journey with us rather than just consuming content. You're like, you know, you're part of this story. Come along with me. Let me tell you this tale. And I think that's what works really well for brands when they do it well. And also when they're prepared to stand up and talk about their growth. You know, I really love it when successful entrepreneurs talk about when they've had an epic failure and yeah. what they learned from that, because it's nice to see that people are human um, and that they and that, you know, they've made changes to their businesses and, and where, what they've done right, but also perhaps what they've done wrong. And I think being brave enough to share the sort of good, bad and the ugly is also great um, as a marketeer. And if um, so, if you're starting out as a brand or you're feeling that your content isn't connecting and you want to include more storytelling in your content, your posts or your email marketing, what how do you do it? What should, what's the kind of foundation for storytelling? I think you think about what's and I, it's a, it's a cliche, but you think about your unique selling point. What what differentiates you from the other brands? Why should someone work with you above anyone else or buy your product? You know, if you've got a, there are similar products in the market. So what what's unique about you? You know, are you giving money to charity? Is the, the way you evolved the reason why you set up your business unique? Like we talked about Dan and his story, it's very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and also you can share why you started your business. And it could be that you're, you were sick of the corporate nine to five and you, you wanted to show your kids a different way. It could be all of those things that you can weave in. Um, and again, you know, start with why. We know Simon Sinek is kind of, coin that's that phrase but I think you know all all brands that identify that very early on in their marketing are much more successful and we can do that as um you know SMEs or solopreneurs we can also start with why um and again you know why do you do what you do note that down what stories can you tell around that so that's just you can sit you know um after listening to this podcast or while you're listening and jot those down you know what's your unique selling point why did you start your business what is your why or your mission um why do you do what you do um how has your business changed um what problems do you solve and really that's what content marketing is all about isn't it it's yeah. um you know going back to those pain points of your customers and one of the my favorite things i've said for the last 18 months is meet your customers where they're at it's 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 evolving um the political situation um rules and things are changing rapidly um around so many different elements of business and and what we can do can and can't do so you need to be able to listen to your audience and 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 engage with them and talk to them and ask them you know what do you need help with you know how can our products help you what content can we create you know if you've got an engaged audience you can use things like polls and surveys incentivize them to tell you what they want yeah and I think having that emotional connection with them as well seeing what they respond to going where they like you say in terms of meeting them where they're at whether it's forums groups that they're hanging out in seeing what language they use and connecting with them 
um, emotionally, whether it's something that's humorous or like we go back to John Lewis ad, sometimes you might end up crying at the end of a John Lewis ad, but it's still, <laughs> it is still, you know, connected with you in a powerful way. So it's, like I said, kind of connecting with them. And then also being, you know, there's a lot more building that know, like, and trust factor and, and people really wanting to see authentic brands and, um, and, coming across as not coming across as an authentic brand, but being authentic. And I think through storytelling that helps show different sides to you as well. And different, um, different, I suppose, different sides of the brand and makes it more real. Yeah, definitely. And there's some small businesses on Instagram that just do it brilliantly, don't they? They do it through reels and their stories and the carousels that they're creating. They really engage their customers. They're having a lot of fun. Um, you know, they don't have to look slick, or you know too slick and sometimes I think people get suspicious if something looks too too slick and perfect you know and also I think user generated content I think brands do that really well if you're encouraging people to take pictures of your products share them on their stories and tag you um, you know get involved with and tell customer stories I think that that works really well on websites you know meet blah she you know and actually I share something um there is a an athleisure brand, activewear brand called Peachy Lean. And the founder was recently on Dragon's Den um, and had three dragons uh, invested in, your, in her brand. It's an Irish brand. And I was actually watching a post of hers the other day. And her their message is very much about empowerment and loving yourself and um, confidence. And um, one of the, she received a card from a customer that was basically, thank you, Peachy Lean, you've given me my life back. Um, you know, I can't remember the whole details, but, and she shared and she was getting quite emotional because she realized how much she had done for this customer and that, you know, her brand values and why she set up the brand was really resonating. And it just makes you think, you know, it's it's very authentic. It really does build that no like, and trust, you know, might make someone check the brand out who hadn't thought about checking the brand out before. Yeah. And the content opportunities are amazing. You know, um, I've seen um, brands similar to that have podcasts or, you know, you think even someone like Whistles has a book club um, and they interview influencers and, you know, empowered women, uh, you know, on their on their website. So, you know, you know, Peachy Lean could use podcasting or video to to interview women like that. It'd be an amazing bit of content. I'll have to message them and, and <laughs> hey, have you about doing this? I have actually messaged her to say, wouldn't you be on my podcast? We've not got back to me yet. <laughs> yeah, sure Sharon so. will. Today that's yeah. the name checker. Yeah, I'm sure she will. I'm sure and, she will. And is there are there any platforms that are in terms of storytelling specifically, are there any platforms that are better to get that type of content across? I mean, I love, I love audio. Like I think podcasting is so intimate. It's you're in someone's ears. They've chosen to subscribe and download your episode and they're listening to you on a dog walk or stacking the dishwasher. You know, they're probably multitasking, but you have got their attention. So I think storytelling um, on podcasts is, is great. Um, you know, I'm a massive fan of repurposing. So most of my content starts with a, with a blog, um, 
And then I repurpose that into a podcast and other bits of social media content. And I probably also do a Facebook live on it, which would then get uploaded as an IGTV. So I like to, um, it it wouldn't all be released at the same time, but, you know, I always go go back and I, you know, I'm a massive fan of creating core content. Um, And that in turn, when a journalist or the press want to feature you, they're going to look at the content you're creating. They're going to look at the blogs you write and, you know, they're going to check out your websites. If you're, if you're writing regularly and producing things like podcasts and interviewing people, they can check you out and see that you're um, one, you've got the expertise that you say you have and also that you're used to engaging with the media. You know, obviously, you know, when you correct, when you get press coverage, make sure that you share it. Um, and again, you know, it's keeping those social media channels up to date. So I think it's also thinking about the end user. Who are they? What content do they like consuming? Where do they hang out? You know, if you're after corporate leaders, it's going to be LinkedIn, younger generation, TikTok, and so on. You know, you can, and you can ask people as well. You can ask your customers, you know, what, what you know, what, what platforms they're, they yeah. use that they're listening to. And mm. um, I think as well, it's, a lot of people, when they are pitching to PR, they might just be pitching a product rather than potentially a story. Mm. So it's, you know, for them to make sure that they're looking at things like journal request, or we, I've mentioned it before, another podcast, Lightbulb, um, mm. which is a Facebook group, because even though you might not get, you might get a small amount in the, in the story about your business, but it could just it could be more about your story and then someone might find that interesting and then that could lead to them looking up your business. But it's all PR. Would you say all PR is good PR? Um, I, I think unless, you know, um, posing in your underwear in the Daily Mail, unless you uh, <laughs> sell underwear um, I, or maybe if you're a PT, I can't see the benefit of that. And they love it. They love a feature like that, don't they? So, <laughs> yeah. um, so I always say, you know, ask yourself, is this going to benefit your business? I mean, some people would argue all press is good being, you know, notorious, um, you know, negative or positive, but I'd, I'd go for the positive stuff personally. And I wouldn't um, go for all press opportunities just to get yeah. a mention. I mean, obviously backlinks, um, a backlink from the daily mail to your business is going to, is going to do great things for your organic SEO and customer reach um but i i i think being there for the right reasons um i think telling story you know telling um stories about your business works really well um you know uh, one of my clients she's got a business called tent chair which is where literally the, she calls it the airbnb of tents and she's had an epic amount of media coverage because one it's a really novel idea yeah um, no one's done it before obviously they've done it with camper vans we know about that but we haven't seen people do it with tents um uh, she's in her 50s so she's pitched to things like women magazine someone who's doing something different in her 50s um yeah. But again, that angle, she talked about doing aerial arts. I think she tried to do, uh, I think it was um, hoop work. And there's a great picture of in a hoop, but she talked all about launching her business because that's what she did in her 50s. So sometimes you've got to be, um, you know, really inventive and not not be scared to go forward for the more personal stories because you can weave in your business. And another client was in the Daily Telegraph talking about money and it was personal money. But she also talked about her business and, and income around that and, you know, what she did and got a great mention for her business as well. So sometimes it's being creative when you respond to those journal requests and there are other groups um 
like feature me that's a massive one and they tend to be quite tabloidy they are like you know one of my favorites at the beginning of lockdown was have you hired an island uh, because there was a famous footballer who was freaked out by covid-19 so he'd hired a private island so they were looking for someone else who'd done the same thing so you get some brilliant press requests they are you know they're great i uh, they do make me chuckle that one was one of my favorite i don't know if they found anyone in that facebook group anyway yeah, maybe <laughs> if they if they had a, a line to richard branson i'm sure he'd be like i've not hired one but i've bought one <laughs> yeah come to necker yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly <laughs> on the list hopefully yeah one day one day and um, so to summarize then, is there anything else that you feel in terms of storytelling or um and using storytelling in your PR that to add to that yeah I think um you know remember the basics it's going you know you need a protagonist you need a plot you need a conflict and structure so beginning middle and end you know grab attention make sure you've got a great headline um, a great first line to your story. It could be a provocative question, a weird fact, something that's going to make someone sit up and think, hey, what's she talking about? Or he talking about? Um, use great visuals. So again, you know, do, make sure you've got a great background if you're doing a video or you've got, um, you could use infographics or a really arresting image. It really helps with blog posts and social media posts and Instagram posts. And again, remember your why people connect with emotions. I think you really hit the nail on the head with your example earlier. Um, you know, what motivates you? Um, what will make people engage and respond to your content? It's, it, you know, we, we are trying with the content we're creating to create connections and conversations. Yeah. Especially in a more, particularly even now after the, after the pandemic, um, well, I, suppose, I hope we're after it. Um, you know, it's such a virtual world now and there's so, there's, a lot less in-person connections happening. And it's about, you know, like you said, you know, finding people where they are and communicating with them in a way that they are receptive to and that they engage with. Definitely. Yeah. And that, and that will change and evolve, um, yeah. you know, and I think that's the other thing, isn't it? Is not being afraid to try something like podcasting or video or reels if you haven't already in your business you know keep on um, innovating the way that you communicate those stories to your customers yeah I, I've noticed a reel the other day and really small business um little, little adventures with dough and it is literally I would say 15 seconds you'll have to have a look at it and it's them um, it's like a, a small business dough like like play-doh yeah and, and they're just stamping their brand name into the into the product and it's had 3.7 million um there you go yeah you know yeah and and this is a small brand that would have been on about 1500 followers it was um someone else i'd been speaking to sarah um sarah richards um that had mentioned it and i had a look at it and i was like oh my god it was literally like 15 seconds and i think their business has has exploded from it so all those things that you think oh is this worth doing (laughs) or you know exactly Exactly. Yeah. You just can hit a moment and people love and like what you've done. Exactly. And that's the opportunity. And we know that Instagram is moving towards, um, you know, video that they, Mm -hmm. you know, they've said it themselves. So if you're not creating video on Instagram, get moving, you know, because they've said it, you know, and you, you've got to listen to and innovate and start using the new features and all these platforms because that's what they want you to do. And that's what they favor. So yeah, I love that story. That's brilliant. And that's possible for everyone. Yeah, it is. It's just timing. And and it's like they probably had about 25 reels before that that 
you know, obviously it didn't get to that million or it didn't get to, it might not have even reached a thousand, but it's just to keep on going and keep trying what works and what connects. And then when you find it, do more of that, you know, and <laughs> we all go out to buy a stamp and some Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine all these like coaches and creators going right what way can I, how can I replicate this <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for joining me today Claire and how if people want to work with you or find you where can they do that yeah uh, best place is my website which is clairewinter.info um, and also I'm at clairewinteruk on Instagram Facebook and I've also got a free group called cracking content Thank you so much, Claire, for joining me today. And we'll be sharing those uh, links and your website details in the show notes. And for people that are interested in following me, you can find me on Instagram at The Buyer and Retail Coach. You can check out my website on www.thebuyerandretailcoach.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn as Nicole Higgins. There's some great resources that I have on my website that will help you with your business. And also we are here every week. So make sure that you subscribe. And if you really enjoyed the podcast then I would love if you could leave a review thank you very much see you next week